Hi guys, welcome back to Living With Yourself, the podcast which aims to improve your mental well-being and confidence so you can once again take control of your own life. Welcome back, you wonderful people. I know I haven't recorded an episode recently. Um, no excuses. Uh, I just hadn't recorded one. But here I am anyway uh, with another episode today talking about control and I think for a lot of us, including myself, I struggle with kind of being able to control certain things in my life. And it really bothers me when I'm out of control. And a lot of the time, people experience anxiety when they don't feel in control of their own lives. It's interesting because we all have this illusion that we're in control of our own lives. And the truth is, we're not. Okay, you, you can't control so many aspects of your life. You control the minority of what happens in your life, but you don't control the majority of what happens in your life. You know, it's it's about kind of accepting that you are in the driving seat, but you're not really driving. I, I like to use the, the image of you're in a Tesla, okay? And it's one of those Teslas that drives itself. Technically, you are the driver and you are in the driving seat, but the car's kind of driving itself. That's how life is, if you think about it. You know, we like to think that we're in control and the truth is we're not. And when you accept that, life gets a lot easier. It's really important to know that you can't control the way that people behave, the way that people react, and you, you can only control the way that you behave or react to that situation. People are, are allowed to have their own private thoughts, feelings, attitudes, behaviors, moods, and you kind of just have to roll with the punches. A lot of the time, life is going to throw things at you that you don't particularly want it to throw at you. And... It's testing you. It's seeing whether you can cope with what it's throwing at you. You need to prove that you can cope with whatever's going on. So let's say you get a setback. You don't get the job that you wanted. You know, it, it just doesn't happen. Unfortunately, these things happen in life or, you know, you, you maybe you're at university and you're looking for a second year house and people don't follow through with it. And then you're kind of left there without really any options. Now, it's really easy just to say, right, I'm done, I quit, I finished, I, no, this isn't working. And we do that too quickly. You know, we often just quit because it's easier to quit and accept defeat than it is to actually deal with the hardship and carry on. Now, it's really, really important that you don't do that. All right. Let, let, let's say, you know, again, you know, is that job situation. You haven't got the job. Okay. You haven't got the job. That's fine. Yes, it's disappointing. Allow yourself to experience that disappointment, but don't wallow for too long because when you wallow in your emotions, what happens is, is that you end up just not really being productive and moving forward from it. Life is about experiencing the feelings that you're meant to be experiencing, but then doing something about it. You know, a lot of the time we, we just wallow and I, I've been, you know, I've been guilty of it before. I didn't get the job I wanted. I didn't get that opportunity. I didn't get to, you know, do this amazing thing that I've really wanted to do for months. And it happens. It happens to the best of us. It happens to everyone. You have to control the, th the, the small things that you can do in life. You know, you, you can control what time you go to bed, what kind of food you eat, um, whether you exercise, how many jobs you apply for, how much work you do for school or university. You control your friends and how many friends you have or whether you like being with those people or not. You control 
a lot of what happens in life, but they're small things. All right, they're small things. You can't you can't control the bigger picture, but you can control those small things. So work on those small things. You know, it's it's not. The truth is, I'm not um, a you know uh, a psychologist. Uh, I should have done psychology, but I'm not a psychologist. All right, I've got no medical background at all. I study business at university, and uh, I have quite a marketing background. So, you know, I, I really don't have any scientific, um, and I'm kind of putting air quotes there, scientific um, background. But the truth is, is that for many years, I've sat in a therapist's chair across the room from a therapist, a trained therapist, for many, many years since the age of like, I don't know, 14, 15, maybe even younger, I might have been 13. And... All those years I've been in therapy, I've I've picked up on certain things. I, I've learned how to read people better. I've learned what's actually going on in my mind. But it's it is through trial and error. It is completely through trial and error. And part of control is actually I wanted to lead on to this to talk about um, panic attacks and kind of a panic disorder. Now, back in 2020, when we had COVID, and in the UK we had a really really um, harsh lockdown. And a lot of you might look back at that time and think that was amazing. I didn't have to go to work. You know, we were paid to stay at home. It was brilliant. The sun was shining. A lot of people just wanted a break from their lives and from work and the, the monotony of life. The truth is, is that for the first couple of weeks, I felt like that. And then that wore off quite quickly. And um, I started to I started to listen to the news a lot and I felt that Weirdly enough, I just thought, oh my gosh, like this is the end of the world, you know. And looking back now, you know, it, it is really hard to know when that was going to finish. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I, I, I developed um, really, really severe anxiety, which led on to panic attacks. Now, I've never experienced a panic attack before that point, so I didn't know what, it, what, what was happening. But one day I woke up and my heart was really racing. And I just thought, oh, this this doesn't feel weird. this doesn't feel normal. Like my palms are really sweaty. I'm shaking. Um, I don't know. Just my heart was racing. My chest was tight. I just I, I didn't know what was happening. I I had convinced myself, right? And this is insane, but I convinced myself I was having some sort of heart attack or heart episode or something. I was like, this isn't normal. And I remember talking to my mum about it, and I said. I honestly think I need to go to A and E. Like I need to go to like the emergency department. Like this is this is not normal what I'm experiencing. Um, and the whole time I felt really really worried because I'm one of those people that panics when something goes wrong. So like if there's something wrong with me, I panic about it and I can only fixate my mind on that one thing. Now again, leading back to the whole control issue is I can't control what happens to my body necessarily. My body is its own its own machine it's going to do what it wants to do and i have to deal with whatever it wants to do you know if if one day you know something wants to stop working then i have to deal with that but because i'm out of control i panicked about it so having a panic attack then i was panicking about having a panic attack even though i didn't know it was a panic attack i thought i was having a heart attack went off to a and e the doctor was like yeah something isn't right you know you're you're 
chest is pounding, your heart's really like elevated, your temperature's like through the roof. Um, and during COVID, like if you had a raised temperature, they were just like, oh my gosh, this guy has COVID. So they put me in this isolation room by myself in this like weird hospital. And I was like completely freaking out at this point, completely freaking out. I lost all sense of, um, control really. Um, yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. And it took, uh, eight hours to figure out that I wasn't having a heart attack because that's, uh, that's the old A&E waiting time there. And, um, yeah, they said your heart's fine. Um, what you're experiencing is a mild panic disorder. And I was like, oh, and they said, we've seen a lot of people with it since COVID started because actually everyone's at home doing not a lot and you've got nothing else to do, but listen to the news and realize that, you know, the world is not okay. And I, and I calmed down after that and my symptoms did slightly disappear. But you've got to remember, before this point, I had weeks of anxiety and stress, and I didn't break from it because nothing was normal. So for me, it wasn't, wasn't a great time, the old uh, lockdown. But when I realized what it was, I was able control, to control it more. And actually, it's really interesting. I've only had one other panic attack since that point. And it was when I uh, went off to uni, um, and it was my first night at university uh, i'd never moved away from home before so this was all new for me and the first night i was there i had a panic attack and it's so interesting talking to other people that were there on their first nights because everyone had the same thing we were all in our rooms at night away from our from what we knew our parents our home and boom panic attack honestly i was all over the shop and what's worse is when you have to hide a panic attack from someone else because I was meeting all these new people, I didn't want them to think differently of me or think I wasn't behaving normally, which in hindsight, I shouldn't have done. I should have just said, look, I'm quite nervous. But, you know, that's, that's just how I was working at that time. And I just felt this enormous pressure to not show how I was feeling. And honestly, don't do it. Just be yourself. Honestly, be yourself, because if people can't accept you for who you are, then they don't deserve to know you. You know, that's what you've got to learn. People need to accept you for who you are. And if they don't like you, then sorry, don't get, don't, don't get to know me then. Don't get on board the train. The train's leaving the station. You either need to catch up with me and get on board the train, or you need to get another one. But, you know, it's just, it's not worth it. And, you know... This this whole panic thing, I've really learned to control it because I did have a panic disorder and I learned to control it. And you control it by learning what a panic attack is. You know, so I did research. Again, I don't have any medical knowledge. I just Googled it. You have you have the have Google at your fingertips where you can learn anything. Don't Google everything. Definitely don't Google your symptoms because basically when I Googled my symptoms about what I was having with a panic attack, it basically told me I was gonna die. So don't do that because that's kind of um, counterproductive. But honestly, just find out what's going on. Because when I realized what it was and I knew that it was going to pass in like 10, 20 minutes, I did some deep breathing. I distracted myself. I watched something funny. And for months, right, when I was having this panic disorder, the only thing that I knew that would calm me down 
was to watch something funny on TV that I'd watched before. So I used to watch um, Modern Family, um, The American Show, or I would watch some funny films. I really like uh, Melissa McCarthy movies, which are pretty funny. Just something easy to watch, something not too dark, not too scary, um, just something lighthearted, which I knew that would help me through it. And because I was so fixated on the film, I forgot about that I was having some sort of panic attack. So it's really, really important that when you are experiencing a panic attack, that you make sure that you distract yourself. First of all, distract yourself, find something to do. I don't care what it is. Write a story, uh, watch some TV, talk to a friend, go out, go for a walk, run. Um, it's quite hard to run when you're heart pounding, but do your best. And what will happen is, is when you distract yourself, your body forgets that you're having some sort of panic attack because you're not, you're not thinking about it. And then it will all just subside in kind of 20 to 30 minutes. But I remember the first time I had it, it was really, really scary. So if you are experiencing panic attacks or a panic disorder, I fully understand how that feels because I've been there before. But again, you know, going back to the episode's kind of title of control, I can't control when I have a panic attack. They will come out of the blue and most of the time they pop up when you don't expect them to. Like you could be having a really, really good day and suddenly it just boom, panic attack right there. You could be in the middle of London, you could be shopping, you could be with at work in a in a board meeting, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, they will just come and they will do their thing and they will worry you. And a lot of the time people think they're going to die when you experience a panic attack and you won't, you won't. It's just, it's just your body's way of saying, I'm really stressed with everything that's going on and you need to do something about it. So what does a panic attack make you do? It makes you take action and then, yeah, you take action and the panic attack goes away. So you can't control when that happens. You can't control your when your anxiety flares up. All you can do is you can react to it. You can say, right, I'm going to I'm going to react to that panic attack by doing the things that I've been told to do. You know, I'm going to read, I'm going to distract myself. Trust me, you will. You will. You'll find a way to cope with it. I did, you will, everyone does. We all find a way just to cope through. But do not feel for a minute that it's just happening to you because it's not just happening to you, all right? Anxiety, depression, mental health does not discriminate against certain people. Yes, some people don't experience it as much or some people are very good at hiding it, all right? People are good at hiding their feelings and they don't express themselves. But what I want to do is explain to everyone that you can't necessarily control when you experience a panic attack and you can't control like how people react to you, how people behave around you, how people see you. You just have to roll with that. You know, you have to roll with it. Not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to agree with your opinions, your views. Not everyone's going to, you know, feel that they want to be your mate or be around you, or be around that kind of energy. All you can do is be the best and true version of yourself, and people are either going to love you or hate you. That's, that's the truth. And with control, there's so many aspects of your life that you won't be able to control. Realise that you can't control it. 
All right. Okay. I, I can't control whether I get that job or not. That's how that, that ball is in someone else's court. I can't control that. I can't control when I have an anxiety attack or a panic attack. I can't control whether I get into the university I've hoped and dreamed for. All you can control is the way that you react. So allow yourself to experience those emotions when you are disappointed or maybe you get through it. It's all brilliant and you're excited and that's great. That's brilliant. But just be prepared either way to react to that situation. But don't stay, don't, don't wallow in those emotions for too long. All right, you've got to keep moving forward. The aim of the game, keep moving forward. Everything has to keep moving forward. Your life's a marathon. You've got to keep running. All right. It's, it's hard. There are challenges. There are brilliant, amazing opportunities that will come around to everyone eventually. And you will get that break that you've always wanted. You just got to wait for it. Um, but yeah, honestly, don't feel alone if you're struggling because you aren't. Many, 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 many people are touched by issues with mental health or um, mental challenges and um you know i'm an ordinary person i was i i experienced that you know it happens to the best of us so don't feel bad don't feel guilty and don't feel don't feel nervous to talk to your friends about how you feel it you know it, it's so interesting because even to this day there are so many people that come to me who I've been friends with for years and only now after doing the podcast, they feel like they can talk to me about what's going on in their lives. And I think you, you could have talked to me months and months ago about what's going on, you know, or what's going on in your life. So remember, talk to your friends about what's happening, talk to your family, but remember to check in on other people as well, because people are good at hiding their emotions and we need to live in a society where we do check up on people and make sure people are okay. You can't control the way that people react around you, behave around you, um, what they say about you. You can only control your reaction to that. Be, be the bigger person at the end of the day. Either don't care what they, what they say about you, which I've learned to do now. I just, I just don't care. Honestly, it's not worth your time, your effort. If those people don't reflect the same values in life that you want to reflect for yourself then they're not they're not worthy of being part of your life and yeah just remember guys that being happy is is actually a bit of a challenge but being happy is really important in life and you've got to be happy all right you've got to be happy so make yourself happy don't feel like you're in this alone because you're not all right everyone experiences mental health to a certain degree all right, you're not, you're not irregular. You're not weird for experiencing that. But everything's going to be fine. All right, everything is going to work itself out. But control what you can control in life and don't worry about the stuff you can't control. Do not worry about it. All right. Anyway, guys, been great talking to you today. Um, I will hopefully see you in another episode very, very shortly. I'm trying to record a couple of episodes. Um, if you haven't followed um, myself on Instagram, um, you can find that all in the bio, um, either above or below the podcast title. 
But once again, I appreciate all the support. I'm continually overwhelmed by the responses of the podcast. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you later.